Billy Lee, Limerick football manager. Billy, I suppose, look, we're 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 back in the swing of things insofar as we've had um confirmation of fixtures, we've had training, we've had uh, you know, the the what we've wanted to look forward to for a long time, and that's, uh, I suppose, a definitive plan as to how the season's going to look. I suppose, first of all, tell us what's it like to be back. Yeah, it's, it's great to be back, uh, Rafa. Um, kind of brings a bit of normality to our lives, um, to some to some degree anyway. Um, do, being able to do things we've been used to doing over the years collectively, so that's we're privileged in that sense to be able to do that. And... Um, I suppose the first night back um, was that bit strange because you wonder, should I be here and should I be doing this or that? Am I okay to do this and that and so forth? So I found that a bit a bit strange. It's not like me to say something like that, but I did find it strange. And I suppose the second night back, it was we were probably used to that stage and just got on with it. Um, we were fortunate in the sense that we had plenty of experience of it last October, September when we went back. So we, we did know it, but I suppose the uniqueness of being back was the strange bit, um, not so much the protocols of COVID, but just the fact that we were back doing something we hadn't done for such a long period of time, whether it was a club or county, and it just felt a bit strange, I suppose, but it was great to be back. Good buzz amongst the players as well, especially considering how you, you finished up last season with that league promotion and giving a great account to yourselves in the championship. So I'd say there must be guys uh, rearing for road. Yes, they are, you know... Um, yeah, they were, they were, you know, they're great, they're great friends with each other now. We've built that up, you know, I suppose you don't have a team around, you have those close friendships and um, they've got to know each other a lot. So they were delighted to be back in each other's company. And, um, but to be fair to them, they knuckled down pretty fast because they know we have a shot lead into the um, first competitive game. So there isn't a whole pile of time for, in, compared to previous seasons when you can, you know, not be so intense the first night. Intense is probably a strong, a very strong word to describe it. But um, we were more focused, I suppose, um, shortly after the the kind of um, fist pumping and um, how you doing, so to speak. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're, they're eager for it, you know. Billy, I suppose what's the um... The, the the makeup of this year's panel, I'm sure, will obviously the, the guys there that, that brought you success last year. But is there is there any or many new fresh faces, or, or is that something that's still in process? Yeah, look, we we have a group of lads in. Uh, I suppose you know I haven't released any panel at this point to anyone, but we have a couple of lads in. I think it's important to to see how lads are going at club level and. Um, you know, young lads in the county who are trying to show their talents. It's important to know that we do look at bringing in lads who we feel have gone well in the championships in the previous years. Um, I suppose I have been adopting an approach based on my experience that I probably don't go under the age of 23. I've just found that over the years, um, a lot of lads came in young and were gone by the time they were 23. And in some cases never came back. And I suppose I've easily got 12 to 13, 14 who did that, which made the second, first and second year, even into the third year, somewhat difficult. And um, I don't really want to be born on young lads. Um, they're going to college, they have a lot on. And I think if they if they can play on the 20s and um, play college football and enjoy club football, get through their exams and come in, I think there's a win-win all around for that. Um, not alone the fact that, that bit more mature coming in as well and they're more ready for it. So 
that's the way I've approached it, rightly or wrongly. I think it's important for the future of football. Um, it was just a difficult year and you know, the, the very early years and you had to learn from those things as to the reasons and listen to players and tell and listen to what they're telling you. So, um, yeah, but we have about, I suppose, 10 lads in looking at them. Some of them have been in before um, and having another go but pulled out for one reason or another. And um, then we've another number of lads who have... Um, who, who you know who we feel are at the right age and 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 have the right skills and to see because we've got to keep evolving this panel um if lads are up to it and we are very conscious that it does take a period of time for lads to come from the club scene in Limerick to embed into the county scene and you know there's the commitment to maybe five to six nights a week training which is completely different what they'd be used to at club the pace of it the the technical side of it the tactical side of it the rest the dive, it is a massive jump for lads and they just take a bit of time and that's something I'm conscious as well that we don't try and burn lads um, just because they don't. They can hit the ground running but after a short space of time they find that intensity catching up with their bodies because their bodies not used to it. But we don't write them off quite quickly. We give them time and um, I think we've seen that this year already know where lads we brought in last year. You can see they're matured and um, they've got stronger and they're more confident in themselves. So, I suppose as quickly as we're trying to focus on, you know, what we have, it's important to try and keep evolving the panel and um, keep help lads grow and develop into themselves and confidence and belief in themselves is a massive towards that, you know, that don't come readily um, to lads and counties like us. So you've got to develop that and build that into them as well, you know. And Billy, I suppose, how different or has it affected preparation insofar as it's gone from an inter-county season to an off-season with no club football in between and then back into an inter-county season. It's, it's, it's a very strange set of circumstances and I don't recall that ever happening that I can remember anyway where you've literally gone back to back. You know, it's, it's almost like a professional soccer season that you've had your, your, you've, you've had your season, then you've had your off-season and now you're back into it again. It's, it's, it's strange, but has it affected preparations in any sense in that you, you mightn't have got to see fellas playing club only going back maybe to last kind of September, October? No, uh, I think it's a positive for us, to be honest with you, Rafa. Um, it's allowed the lads uh, work on their fitness and their strengthening, um, which they wouldn't have been able to do if they were back with club because they better had to focus on club. And um, we've never gotten the way of that. And um, this time they've had a free run. And um, so, no, I wouldn't see that as a negative at all. And um, there'd be no excuses around that. From our point of view, I think it's, if anything, it's allowed the lads time in some cases, to rest the body, even the rest that was required. And in other cases, lads who are trying to physically build their body and um, get to the pace of it, it's allowed them that time to strengthen up. So I think from us, from our point of view, it's helped. Um, now we've got to turn that into performances on the field, but um, at least we know back that we, we feel that um, lads have um, got their fitness levels up. It's now just trying to manage it. Make sure we don't pick up unnecessary injuries by overloading it. And um, but we have to try and get the intensity up in training. So it's a, it's a delicate balance between not overloading lads. You know, in the first week back, we've picked up a couple of knocks um, from the amount of training we were doing, which wasn't the whole pile, to be honest with you. But it's just that the bodies haven't been used to that. The impact and something as small as just jumping for a ball and landing on your two feet under pressure. You'd be surprised that the body's not used to that when it has only been doing 
running blocks and weights for the last five months. So it's amazing how the body adapts or um, tunes out to what it was used to. So, um, but no, from a fitness point of view, um, we're okay. And I think going from not having the activity in between the finish of last year to the start of this year, I don't see it as a negative. And um, so, yeah, so that's the way we see it. Yeah, and I suppose, look, if you look at the, uh, if somebody told you uh, 12 months ago or, or two years ago that you'd be playing league football in the same division as the Munster and Ulster champions, you would have had a, a you'd have had a, a smile across your face. But as it happens, it's it's Division 3, North and South, with Cavan in North and, and Tipperary in South. And I suppose the way the fixtures are broken down and that you're away to Tip, uh, uh, sorry, home to Tipperary first, then away to uh, Offaly and away to Wicklow. You know, Billy, we saw the game against Tipperary last year. Huge opportunity in that one, but, you know, could exit with your heads held high after the performance in the Gaelic Crowns that day. Um, you know, you won't expect anything easy there, but the other two games, you know, Wicklow would have come up with you last season, if I'm correct, but, and, and Offaly would always be a tough nut to crack. So you have you have three really good tests in Division 3 next year in this league and in, in, this, in this upcoming league competition. Yeah, we have, and I suppose, look, back to your original question, you would not have expected to have two division, uh, provincial champions in, in Division 3. If we, if anyone said to me we'd be in the same division as division as provincial champions, I'd have said it would be in America, I'd, I'd have been thinking you'd be in Division 1 or Division 2 at the very least. So, look, congratulations to TIP, first and foremost, you know, um, and fair play to them over the years. They've done a lot of work on the ground, and it just shows you the importance of doing work because... They've won in minor All Ireland. They've been in another. They were second best to carry in another minor All Ireland. They were in under twenty one All Ireland, and they beat carrying another twenty one. Another under twenty one. So there's been four teams there. Um, hard work put in by the people on the ground. So it was great to see teams like that getting their um, day in the sun because that gives encouragement to all of us. And um, you know, if, if the work is done. Anyone can get there. You know, Kevin, we're in a lot of under-21 All-Irelands not too many years ago either and winning a couple of them, I think. Not sure if they won them, but they certainly won the Ulster Championships. So that gives encouragement um, to, to all teams, you know, that if you have the right structures and the, 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 there's an amount of people working on the ground, which there is now in Glimerick over the last number of years. There's a lot of work being done from the academy up. So that should give encouragement to everyone just to see Tip and Kevin who are Division 3, as it turns out, at the level we are this year. Um, so that gives them encouragement to keep on. And like I always say, you don't get anywhere in life unless you do, do hard work. No one's going to hand you. If you're in a job and you're looking for promotion, you're not getting it because someone thinks, ah, you're a decent guy or, you know, you, you deserve it. You really deserve it if you put in the, the, the hard work. And um, so, look, hopefully over the coming years, every football can prosper in that space. Um, I suppose back to the games, I suppose the look going into the semi-final last year, we were Division 4, we had got promotion, we were on, we had momentum coming out of the league and the big thing was to try and hit the ground in the championship. We were fortunate to do it against Waterford, the lads played really well in the first 20-25 um, minutes and um, made it difficult for Waterford to catch up. But Waterford dominated the first, I would say, 20 minutes of the second half, so there wasn't much in it when it came down to it, even though the scoreline might look differently. They had a lot of shots from distance that they didn't take. Um, it could have been different, but thankfully we got out of there and then obviously... We went in against tape, and my expectation was to, because we're going up to Division 3, was to see how competitive we could be with them um, on the day. And um, I suppose, look, I just always feel sometimes in life, sport, you see these things happening. I, I, I always think back to Liverpool winning the European Cup in 2005, and 
I don't know how they won it, but sometimes your name is on a trophy and look, they've deserved it over the years and that's the way it happened and they didn't give up when we were the better team in the first half and seven points down. You know, they showed the kind of team they are, they had plenty of character, plenty of big day performers that were not all in semi-finding this May on 2016 or 17, whatever year it was. And they came out fighting and um, we kept that at then after the break. So I walked away to get a crown realising that we can compete with these teams now. And uh, the lads have done a lot of work to get themselves into that. But being competitive, as we saw in the Munster semi-final, doesn't guarantee victories. So, uh, to me, the first thing is you've got to get, we've got to be competitive against Wicklow, Offaly and, and uh, Tipperary. And then work hard enough and maybe you make your own look. I'm a firm believer, the harder you work, the luckier you get. And um, there is no other way to put it. We go to Ockram and the previous time we were in Ockram, we played against a a gale is all you could call it the first half we'd been in a good position but the victory didn't transpire and um, we were very disappointed in the second half so it's not an easy place to go we beat them last year they're going to have the tail between their legs because of that um, I'm not sure what happened to them on the day but we can, they conceded five goals to us which was a bit unusual for them so and off themselves but look all we can ask for at this point is to be competitive and work hard and um See where it takes us. And we can worry about where our position is then and where we face division three north, whether it is in uh, promotion playoff or a relegation playoff. I'm not concerned at this point. We just got to concern with our um with our own fixtures for now and one step at a time then. Yeah, and 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 that championship uh, draw as well, it will see you will see you pitted against familiar foes in, in, in Waterford and and a team that you know, you had a good win against them in the championship last year, but again, hard fought and and hard, and, and and really hardly contested. The league encounter was the same as well. So it's it's against a team that you have experience of and that you have, you know, you, you won't be going into that one with your eyes closed either. No, absolutely not. Um, they, they've got a good man going in over this year in Shane Renan. Um, Shane myself will be quite close as it turns out. He, he took on the the academy team I had for the two years prior to coming in here. Um, you know, his brother Ricky is, was, was involved with me for two years and he was involved in the academy and he's involved with Monoline. So, you know, he's a good man gone in and he's proved his, his record with Moran Abbey ladies and um, Tipperary ladies football team. So he'll bring something different to them and I'm sure he'll bring a lot of, a lot more belief into them that the work that Benji had done before that and Tom against you before that. So, It'll be a new challenge for us and um, one not to be underestimated. Um, I think in my tenure between McGrath Cup and League, it'll be the eighth time we go facing them. And um, I suppose I've been fortunate to be on the right side of the results all the time. Uh, um, I won't draw, I think maybe not. Maybe one out of them, I'm not sure I can. So, you know, I'm just conscious that sometimes uh, the more you play teams, you look ones out so we cannot underestimate. We're not, we're not in a position as a county to be underestimating any team, no matter what the, you know, we've got to keep our feet firmly planked on the ground and see can we build momentum coming out of the league. Um, in previous years, you would have a gap between the league and the championship. And if you didn't have momentum coming out of the league, you could re- regroup in that period of time, play challenges, maybe get momentum after challenges. You will have no time here. You will have... The three league games, one after the other. I think you, I think you have a week of a break then, and then you play the playoff match, whether you're in the top end or the bottom end. And then the league finals are on the following weekend. But 
we will not be in that because we're playing championship the week after any team up and down the country who are in, uh, who are in the league final and if they're first round of the championship is the week after they won't be playing the league final and that's the governance from Crow Park so you, you, you have no space you, you have to you have to um, be ready for it and you have to put any disappointments or potential celebrations to one side you know and just knuckle down pretty fast or you'll be getting caught yeah, and I suppose, look, we saw the the importance of getting out of that Division three, uh, 4 last year. I suppose consolidation is a, is, a, is, a, is a cliche that's often used, but, you know, that would be that would be a huge achievement in itself this year would be to retain that status and to have another good championship run. It's all about, it's all about building for this Limerick football panel and this team, isn't it, Billy? Yeah, I think so. I think they're a young team still, Lemmering, and um, I'd hope to think that they might have peaked their best yet. Um, that's something. It's just my own opinion. There's not. There's nothing based on that. Just that I think they're a young team. They're learning. They're willing to learn. They're willing to work. And um, the squad is getting more competitive. You know, I'm looking at something like 45 fellas around the training ground the past week. It wasn't too long ago when I had the you know the challenge of trying to get lads in and 53 people turned us down. So that will give you t- you know the turnaround that's come and fellas are willing to come and have a go at it. Um, so I think that'll evolve the squad. The squad is young and a lot of them have been around, have a lot of experience. So please God for Limerick football. Um, whoever is at the helm of it, whether it's me or the next man in, um, that we continue to move forward and grow and um, certainly trying to, at the very least, hold on to where we are at the moment for the work we've done would be essential step in that, in that direction, you know. 